what it is guys your boy Alan Turner analyzing and today you know what we got man you know what we got the UCL the Champions League the semi-finals first legs and second legs recaps bro my opinions let's get straight to it to Real Madrid versus Manchester City the first leg it was an entertaining game right people were saying this is maybe the, the, the best semi-final to be the first semi-final first leg to ever be played could be you know i don't really disagree it could be a lot transpired though where the citizens have came out ready saying that we gotta kill real madrid and early and they did no doubt they did kevin de bruyne hit her at the at the second minute too much space for Mares, Brad to find kdb and then an alaba error led to the, the gabriel just goal it's 2-0 we looking dead. Right, look, City is about to pounce on us, and they're about to, and they're about to have a score for this. But that boy Benz, best striker in the world, brought us back like he always does, time after time after time. But that's why he's the captain, always galvanizing the group. I love this guy. Bro. Tremendous goal. Mandy crosses it to him. I called it. I called it right out. But I proud myself. I called it right out when I seen Benzema raise his hand. I was like, bro. You gotta cross it. Mandy crossed it. 2-1. Looks like we back and stuff until Mandy gets outpaced by Fernandinho of all people. Like, I love Mandy, bro. And he's extremely fast. I don't know how he got paced by all people. Fernandinho. 30-some-year-old Fernandinho. It's actually embarrassing. That's actually embarrassing. But he finds Foden for the three, for the third goal. And they're up 3-1. Again, we look dead. No way we coming back. Bovini zips in. He zips by Fernandinho. And that fit and that fake that he does, bro. Oh my god. That's something that he just he just frequently does. I've seen him do that all the time. He always steps in front of the defender and opens his legs and they always get juke, bro. That's like his signature move. I think how Ronaldo has a Ronaldo chomp. That's Vini's move right there, bro. That faint chant. I don't even know what he calls it. He should put a name for it though. But he runs the whole he outruns all the city defense and he scores. Then we have this brain fart or Cruz. Looks like he fouls Sinchenko and then the ref lets it play. And then Silva ends up with the ball. Bernardo ends up with the ball and the major players are just still thinking it's a foul. And then Bernardo blasts that to the corner. I don't know, bro. Brain form, it looked like lost. I mean, I almost lost. Doesn't that a foul? And then my brain stopped. Imagine the players' brains. Well, I, mean, I ain't gonna give them that, but we look done again. But guess who shows up, bro? El Gato. Again. Kukom Panenka. And game ended 4 3 in a seven game thriller, right? Ancelotti and Pep, their signs, they both wanted their signs to high press, which I mean. Both defenses commit errors. Still, City still had more possession at 60% and more total shots, uh, 16, and six of them were on target to Madrid's 11 shots and five on target. So, pretty even game in my opinion, right? City made less errors, which obviously made them win the game. Both defenses deserve criticism. I mean, I could, I, it could be the attacking talent that was on display, but. Bro, the defenses gave up too much space. Individual errors, bro. Cruz, I don't criticize him at all. Because he never plays bad. 
But that game, he played pretty awful, bro. The first 20 minutes. He was in that Casemiro role. That's why I'm not going to torture him or crucify him. But he was in that Casemiro role, and he could not. Nah, bro. He just, that's just not his role. He cannot be the head guy when stopping the opposition's play. Like, he's got to be the help defender like he always is. But then he got in his groove a little bit, got into the game, and he started getting back. Fernandinho, his anticipation versus Vini, way off, bro. I mean, yeah, he got slaughtered. Like, that's awful. Militao's timing was off on one of the plays. I remember he tried to slide tackle for Riyadh, and Riyadh went zoop, by him. That was atrocious as well. The poor on the Vini goal should have had told Zinchenko, hey, Mark Benzema, and I'll sprint all the way to Vini and try to throw him off. He didn't do that. So then Vini, and then Vini's just scored, bro. So the back line deserved criticism, but without them, without their errors, it wouldn't have been this type of game. It wouldn't have been this type of entertaining game. So we got to thank them. Got to thank we gotta thank him. And then I predicted that with this game, the second line was gonna be 2-1. But guess what? Hala Madrid. Hala Madrid. Hala Madrid Madrid. In the second leg, another miracle in the Santiago Bernabeu, bro. 0-0 in the first half. Then in the second half, Bernardo finds too much space, which leads to Amara's goal, and then City are 1-0. Up, bro, 5-3 on aggregate. Looking to go to Paris. Ancelotti, man, he shows his genius when he subs in Rodrigo. I said, great move. Great move. Rodrigo's the guy that scored versus Chelsea when we were down. He could probably come in there, create something, and he did, all right? Scores two goals within two minutes to make it 5-5 aggregate to go into extra time in the 95th minute. Diaz. He brings down Benzema. Clear penalty. We're going to talk about that later. But this clear penalty. Ben scores it. Cool and calm again. Like the first leg. Not a Panenka though. I think it was to the right this time. 6-5 aggregate. Real Madrid bro. Win. A la Madrid again. A la Madrid. We just keep pulling these games out our asses bro. Another UCL day another comeback i'm gonna say now i'm gonna say now this team is the most resilient team certainly the most madrid this most resilient madrid team but this is the most resilient football team i've ever seen in my life like there's no i'm not exaggerating dead ass like though i compare this team to the 16 17 madrid team where that team that season we won like every La Liga game. We were down. Like most, you know, obviously it's hyperbole, but we were down like 2-0 each game. And then we would win 3-2 all the time. And I say that this team is more than that team because this comebacks are against greater opposition. Now we're not saying La Liga sucks. La Liga's actually a good team, a good league. Can rival the Premier League in my opinion because we've seen La Liga teams Versus versus Europe, and they go against the Premier League teams, and they got something. All right, but this is this is Champions League. We were we're having comebacks versus the favored PSG, who had the trio of Mbappe, Messi, and Neymar. We're going against Chelsea, last year's champions. We're going against City, highly favored UCL people. I mean UCL uh, contenders. They've won their league. 
They won a bunch of trophies under Pep. We beat these three teams in the same season. This is a, was the hardest road. This is like one of the hardest roads to ever take. And we got there. And we passed all of them. Okay, this, I'm just saying. Resilient team. I love this team, bro. Which is funny because the talent is not as good as that 16-17 team. When we had Cristiano, obviously, and Bale was actually playing. And the, um, the trio, the midfield trio, were younger. And our back line, Dani, I think, was better back then. We had Sergio, we had Ron. Marcelo was in his prime. So I think the, that 16-17 was better than this team. But, I mean, this team just keeps fighting and fighting. And they never give up. But back to the game. But both teams... We're attacking the second leg and pressing 56% position to City and 44% position to Madrid. Both teams where they just couldn't find the final shot in the final third in the first half. And then in that Mahrez goal, that sucked the... When he made that goal, he sucked the life out of the team. He sucked the life out of the stadium. Like, they, he caught us lacking. Bernardo had so much space, bro. Like, the closest defender, I think, was Nacho. And he was, like, 30 feet away. I'm, look, I'm looking at the team. I'm looking at our squad. And I'm like, what are we doing? Someone get in front of his face. No one got in front of his face. No one in front of his face. Like, Bernabeu, quiet, bro. We don't think it was gone. Grealish had two opportunities after that goal to stab. You know, to bury us. Just leave us in the grave. But Furlan Mendy cleared it. Scott saving play right there, right? Just, he went to the line. Cleared it. Courtois saved the next one, saving us, and then Rodrigo scored. And I said, when Rodrigo scored, I looked at myself at the TV. I said, we got some life. This goal gave us some life. And then when I seen that the ref added six minutes of stoppage time, six minutes of stoppage time, I said, that is, we're scoring. That's so much time for us. We're scoring. Sure enough, the momentum went our way. Full attack mode. And Rodrigo scored again. Again. And in one minute, he scored again. And I said, we're going to win this game. We're going to win this game. And then obviously the Diaz foul on Benzema. Clear penalty, like previously mentioned. Did not touch the ball at all, bruh. He just hit Benz's leg. And then obviously Benzema scored. The Salt Team of Madrid haters, bruh. Saying again, oh, they've got the refs on our side. It's Vardrid, and all the calls go in our favor. Like, but did y'all watch actually to watch the game? We just just repeating what other people like to say. Because the only one I give them is the Casemiro. He could have been booked like a few times because he's always doing some dumb shit. All right, that's the only time. That's the only thing I give you about Casemiro. But I mean, there's some few calls that they went City's way, not just our way. Okay, they gave some city sometimes the benefit of the doubt. It is what it is though, because we won. So I ain't gonna, I'm gonna let that slide. Pep comes under fire after this game. To be honest, I'm not surprised because his teams, well, so City and Bayern actually, both teams, he's always choked in his Champions League. You know, he's always tinkering and stuff. But today, or not today, this time, it was different because. He didn't tinker. That's his regular lineup that he has. There were up 1-0. I don't even blame him. Like, I don't think it was his tactics. I think it was just the magic. 
the magic is about about the Bernabeu, okay, the UCL and the Bernabeu. Something about the UCL and Madrid is just a love story. We just love this competition. We just love this competition. I think it was just that and the players, obviously, but that love that the UCL has with Real Madrid is just it's just overpowers, overpowers City and every other team. So I don't even, I don't even blame Pep. All right, it's just forces unknown. So I don't even blame him. I don't even blame him. But we're going. We're in the final now. We're going for the 14th. Por la 14. A la Madrid. A la Madrid, primo. Por la 14. A la Madrid. Moving on to Liverpool versus Villarreal. The first leg was in Anfield. Liverpool, they were coming in as heavy favorites, man. First half, Villarreal was defending well. The Reds couldn't break them until the 53rd minute. When Henderson scored one over Rulli, he did touch it, but even if he didn't, it was still have been a goal. So two minutes later, Salah, four defenders in front of him, finds Mane, makes it 2-0. They win. Expected outcome. I mean, Emery came in wanting to defend like he did against Bayern. But with a possession of 27% compared to Liverpool's 73. Emery defended in a 5-3-2, which worked to the Henderson goal, and then he switched to a 4-4-2. However, Liverpool's press was on point, bro. As soon as they lost the ball, they were disciplined as fuck, bro. Like, they, the nearest four defenders, they just all hard press. Only just attack that person who has the ball. Hard press. They recover it quickly. It's impressive. I don't care press. It's impressive. The Yellow Submarines only had one shot total. I give credit to the Merseyside Club for that because the Europa League champs were actually trying to counter. Unlike a certain La Liga team who wears red and plays in Madrid, man of the match though was Thiago Alcantara. Bro, dude was everywhere. Like every other game, he'd be starring. Uh, the build-up, he's always in the build-up, helping in the prepping in the press. Plays he plays very similar to what Cruz does from Madrid. Like they play a similar role for the team. Can't really criticize this Emery team, bro. I mean, because this is what we, what we expected. And then the Scousers came out and gave them the respect. Unlike Bayern, and they took care of business. I respect. I suspect the same. Okay, when before the second leg, I thought the same was gonna happen. But guess what, bro? The second leg in the Ceramica, the Yellow Submarines went out there with their supporters, and they scored quickly with the Diago at the three minute, at the third minute, and they had Liverpool stunned. And at the forty-first minute, Coyacin headers. In a goal to make it 2-0. 2-2 on aggregate. Credit to Capo. I fancy pronounce his name, bro. I probably messed it up hell bad, but he's French. Who had both assists on both goals. Gotta give him credit for that. Then in the second half, Klopp's men came back. Obviously roaring back with the goal by Fabinho at the 62nd minute. Luis Diaz at the goal at the 67th minute. And then Mane at the 74th minute. Scored to win the game. 3-2. And win the tie. 5-2 aggregate to go to Paris. It's a game of two halves. Now, most people are giving the majority of the credit to Klopp. Okay, let me start off with that. Klopp bringing on Diaz and, the, you know, the Reds for this comeback, which is fine. You know, you got to give them their credit, obviously. They deserve credit. But to me, this squad, this team right today, this quadruple hopefuls, they got to thank the Lord Unai Emery had the biggest and most awful mistake 
in his managerial career on on the field perspective not off the field on the field perspective they think they better thank the lord that this man committed this atrocity versus them because he just he shut the bed bro. like there's literally no way so that is so ironic because he actually made or formed bro. i don't even know he had the best tactical plan for liverpool in the first half emery's plan was to go out there and bring the same style of play that the reds use of attack of press of that style of play and he brought it to liverpool this shocked liverpool bro so bad I don't need, I, I, when I was watching the game, I was like, Klopp has no plan B, bro. It looks like he has no plan B. Now, the Liverpool players were saying, oh, uh, they actually expected Villarreal to play different than the first leg. That, to me, okay, they might not be lying, but to me, bro, you're lying. That looks like you are lying. Like, no way, bro. What I was seeing on the pitch, they looked like they had no idea, right? The Merseysiders looked like they were caught so off guard that they... The midfield, Fabinho, Thiago, and, and Keita, they got manhandled. Like, they couldn't pass the ball. They couldn't pass the halfway line. Villarreal kept them to two shots the first half. Two shots, bro. Are you kidding me? Two shots. Like They, they played the Villarreal. Unai had the best plan. He, they were killing Liverpool. They had no idea. And then Unai makes the egregious mistake of going back to conservative play, bro. He basically said, here, Liverpool, you have the ball. Go ahead and play your game, even though we were playing better. And obviously, the scouts got back to their ways, and they scored. But why would you do that? You had them on the ropes. They were so dumbfounded, so discombobulated. They had no idea what they were doing on the pitch. And you changed the tactical approach, Unai. Why? Why? That, that, that just leaves me dumbfounded. Like, he might have been afraid, okay, of the Liverpool, you know, that that, that they were going to score somehow. But if they did, you could have switched it back. But you, they scored anyway, so does it really matter? It doesn't. And then Liverpool ended with 15 shots in the end with the XG of point zero. Six in the first half. Liverpool had an XG of 0.06 in the first half. In the second, it rose up to 1.76. A disgrace. A disgrace. See how bad that tactical change was. Unforgettable, bro. If Unai doesn't make that choice, we are killing Liverpool right now and Klopp today for not making those adjustments. Yes, he might they said they planned that, but it looks like he, to me, it did not, bro. You had he had no plan B in my parent, bro. Like he he didn't. They had no idea what they were doing. And I know I keep repeating myself, but like, if you look at the game, you watch the game, they were so discombobulated. Like I said, they're just they're looking at the pitch, looking at each other, like what are we doing? Villarreal had him totally shook, and he changed it. He changed it. Like why? why there's no there's no there's no explanation for that there's no explanation for that like i said he probably could have been scared but 
that's not a good enough reason to change it. So, you messed up, Unai. You messed up, you fucked up your team, dude. Now, that's not a fireball, a sacking offense, because obviously won the Europa League last year, and they got this far. And it's being real, let's be real, it's being real. But, bro, like, if it was, if it was, if this was another club, he's getting sacked, bro, because you cannot commit that ever. But it's all bad, man. But this sets up a final Real Madrid versus Liverpool for the Champions League. I will not do the preview here. I'm going to have to do that number of episodes separately from the from also the final, like after the final. So we're going to have two separate ones. Be on the lookout for that. See y'all in the next one. Come on, Unai.